Hey everyone, this is Ben Gusenkov, the producer of all things Fuel for Life, and I want to personally invite you to an event we're going to be hosting this Saturday, March 12th at Anthem Coffee in Tacoma. It's going to be called Fuel for Life Night, doors open at 6.30, and it's basically going to be an amazing event filled with worship, filled with the word. Pastor Bogdan is going to be speaking, there's going to be a Q&A session, there's obviously going to be great coffee and food, we're going to have amazing fellowship, basically overall it's going to be an amazing time. Feel free to bring a friend. Actually, I encourage you to bring a friend, and we are looking forward to seeing you there. Welcome to Fuel for Today, curated audio content from Pastor Bogdan Kipko. We are confident this will fuel your faith in the one who gives faith. If you have breath in your lungs, God has a plan for your life, a plan that is far better, bigger, and immensely more than anything you have ever imagined. Go with me to Luke chapter 6. If you grew up in the church, most likely you have heard uh, this particular text being read and preached, and I want to talk about it today, okay? So Luke chapter 6, verses 46 through 49. Here is what Jesus is saying in this particular text. He's talking about building your house on the rock, okay? So Luke chapter 6, verses 46 through 49. Here's what Jesus said. Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and not do what I tell you? Everyone who comes to me and hears my words and does them, I will show you what he is like. So the person that does the word of God is like a man or a woman building a house who dug deep and laid the foundation on the rock. And when a flood arose, the stream broke against that house and could not shake it because it had been well built. But the one who hears and does not do them is like a man who built a house on the ground without a foundation. When the stream broke against it, immediately it fell, and the ruin of that house was great. Some months ago, I found myself on the beach, okay? And I had my umbrella, I had my beach chair, I had my beach bag. All of the essentials to have an amazing day at the beach. And on that particular day, the waters were not calm at all. They were just very, very powerful. And the waves were very big. In fact, so big that they didn't even allow anybody in the water who did not have fins on. And I'm not like that crazy about swimming, so I didn't, I didn't really own any fins, okay? And so I got kind of kicked out, like I did the other time, if you remember that other illustration. And so I'm, I'm laying on the beach, and as you know, the beach is a great place to take a nap, okay? Now, sometimes the godliest thing you can actually do is take a nap, okay? Jesus did. Naps are awesome. It's a whole sermon in and of itself, which I'll preach next time, uh, maybe in a couple weeks. But I took a nap on the beach, right? And the waves crashing over um, on, on the shore and, um, you know, seagulls and just the very warm air. It's just a perfect recipe, perfect atmosphere for a nap. And so as I'm laying in my towel and with my umbrella over me, I'm just enjoying my nap and I'm having all these, you know, dreams, lofty goals, aspirations like I usually do. And I'm like, man, this is so awesome. And... 
as I'm as I'm laying there on my beach towel and I'm dreaming and, and you know having a great nap, something begins to happen. I begin to hear people screaming. I begin to hear uh, 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 shrieks of horror. I begin to hear people getting very very afraid and very very startled. And so my immediate reaction was to think, oh, this must be happening in my dream. Okay. But if you've ever been awoken uh, very abruptly or haphazardly, you know that sometimes it's not the dream, it's actually something happening in reality. And so as I begin to awake from my sleeping stupor, I begin to realize that the waters and the tide is coming up over me, okay? And so... Imagine this, I'm being awoken from this amazing nap with cold ocean water beginning to cover me, beginning to envelop me. And I could not understand what was going on because when I went to sleep, the tide was very far from me, the ocean was very far from me at a safe distance, and I was looking at it, and now the ocean came to hang out with me, and I was deeply startled, did not know what was going on, so immediately I sprang up, and I did, and I grabbed the absolute most important thing to any human being, and that was my iPhone. That was the first thing that I grabbed, okay? And my wife wasn't with me, so you can't judge me on that. She wasn't there at the beach with me. She was traveling somewhere else. So I was, I was um, with somebody else. So I quickly grabbed my iPhone, and as I began to look around, my, my towel was soaked, my bag was soaked, my, uh, my umbrella was kind of like halfway uh, knocked over, and I looked around, and there was panic on the beach. Everybody was like picking up all their stuff and moving away from the shore to a safer distance, to safer ground. And that's exactly what I did. So we went all the way up until when the beach just began because the tide was coming in. Now, my question is this, how often in your life and in my life, storms come our way and they completely wash out the ground from under us? Here is the similarity between everyone who goes through a storm, okay? whether the storm was predictable and you saw it coming or the storm was unpredictable. You did not see it coming. You were just sleeping. Here's the common unifier among all of us. All of us will experience a storm. All of us will experience a storm. But here's my big, big idea today, that you will not value an anchor until you experience a storm. You will not value an anchor until you experience a storm. And so when we look at this particular text and we look at what Jesus is telling his disciples, here is the first thing that he wants to mention. He's talking about a person building his house on a foundation that will not withstand a storm. Now, here is the thing. When we talk about storms in your life and in my life, some of us avoid storms. And here's why. Because the storm comes during the day. And so if a storm is coming at you during the day, it's very predictable. You can see, oh, it's coming at me. I'm going to do something to prevent it. Now, many of us experience storms that come at night. They're very unpredictable. Maybe you had a season in your life when something hits you completely out of the blue and you're like, why is this happening to me? You could not have predicted it. But the unifier is the following. The 
house that has the right foundation will be standing after the storm is over. Now, now when we look at this particular text, Jesus begins to talk about three um, principles here. The first principle he's talking about is he's talking about people who build their life or their foundational principles upon shaky ground, which is sand. Now, if we talk about sand, it's very shaky. It's very uh, unstable. It's very shifting, right? If you've ever tried to build a sand castle on the beach and the uh, tide comes up, you know what happens to it, right? Your life and my life, we need to figure out how are we building? What's the foundation that we're building upon? A shaky foundation is, is when we say, God, my good deeds or good works is enough for you to accept me. That's a shaky foundation. That's a foundation built on sand because no amount of good works you could do can allow God to accept you. Only God accepts you through Jesus Christ. A lot of people build their life on shaky foundation, which is our own human wisdom. We say, we've created this problem. We're going to get out of it. We don't need God. We don't need help from other godly counsel. We're going to do it on our own. Other type of shaky foundation that people build their life upon is they think, you know what? I can live my week during the week however I want, and then I can come on Sunday, confess and repent my sin, and God will forgive me. Now, absolutely, God will forgive you, but that's a very shaky foundation you're leading your life upon. So if a person is partying all week, partying all weekend, and then coming to church and thinking, okay, God, please forgive me. God will forgive you, but that's a shaky foundation. It's not something that's stable. And so when your life is destroyed or you experience like a storm, what's going to depend on, what, what's going to determine whether you weather the storm or not is the foundation that, you, that you've built. And this is why I'm going to say that theology matters. What you believe matters because what I believe about problems and stories in my life will determine how I approach them. So if, I'm, if I have a firm foundation in Jesus and I understand that this is a storm it's not a catastrophe. It's an opportunity. I'm going to come at it from a very, very different way. And so first thing that Jesus is saying is the foolish man or woman builds their house on shaky foundations. It's foundation that will basically not weather the first storm. Now, the second thing that Jesus is talking about here is he's talking about a person that builds his house on solid ground. It's a wise man who dug down deep. Okay, now here is the interesting part about building your foundation on solid ground. The, the wise man or woman builds the foundation on solid ground. And very often when we're building that foundation, it's not visible. It's invisible. Whenever you come into a house or a building, you don't immediately see the foundation of it. However, it is one of the most important things of that particular building. And so basically my, um, my concern for our generation is that we're going to be a mile wide and an inch deep. That's the concern I have from our generation. And a lot of people who study history, they're saying that 100 to 200 years from now, when historians look back at us, and our generation of how we lived, they're going to figure out that the thing that people could not do is make a choice. Some of you guys are wondering, what am I talking about? 
Right now, we have so many different options, so many different choices coming at us more than any of our predecessors. So we need to build our home on a solid foundation. And the wise man or woman is more concerned with what others cannot see than what they can see. You guys with me? The wise man or woman is concerned more about what others cannot see. If I want to build my house on a good foundation, it's going to take some work. And the problem is the work that it's going to take is often very invisible work, work that is not instantly rewarded. And when you're not instantly rewarded for work, many of us don't want to continue to work, but that's the only way we're going to build a foundation that looks like this, that's going to weather any storm. Now, here's what I want to say that sometimes you need to hit rock bottom because that is where you will find God. For many of us, we will not pursue God or search for God until we hit rock bottom. So Jesus in this text, he's basically saying, here's the wise man or woman who's building his or her house in life on this really shaky ground. It's a person who's like, okay, I'm going to take, um, you know, uh, popular psychology and I'm going to take uh, positive thinking and I'm going to take, you know, this and that and I'll make a really big stew or a soup and I'll throw all this stuff together and I'll turn it around and my life is going to be okay. And the first time the storm comes, the person doesn't get what they want. They don't get the job that they want. They don't have the relationship that they want. They don't get the income that they want. They don't look the way that they want. They devastated because all of their life they built on something so incredibly shaky and Jesus says you cannot do this or else you will completely be devastated in the storm and so on the flip side Jesus juxtapositions the wise man or woman who says okay I might not grow as quickly as I want to. I might not experience as many rewards as I want to immediately. My work might not be as noticeable. However, when the storm comes, I'm going to be able to weather the storm because the foundation I put on, my life on, is something stable. And that's Jesus. Hebrews chapter 6 verse 19, it says, We have this as a sure and steadfast anchor of the soul, a hope that enters into the inner place behind the curtain. Friends, you won't value the anchor until you experience a storm. Thank you for listening to this curated audio content from Pastor Bogdan Kipko. We hope that you were encouraged and inspired by this message. Bogdan is personally convinced that whatever fills your mind fuels your life. It is his life goal to help you faithfully follow Jesus. For more information, please visit fuelforlife.tv.